0: Day two. Welcome to day two of the UN Water Conference and today I'm live from the UN building or maybe live from Times Square or maybe I did the same joke than yesterday and I'm still in my studio and it's still the middle of the night, who knows? On a serious note, let's start with the best line for today. I am belong to the generation
1: of flower power in the 60s, 70s. Yes, with the flower and we had a slogan. Make love, not war. Make sustainable development, not war, for a better life, but don't forget love.
0: Why? I just liked it, don't you? Let's continue with the top three topics you shall remember from today's sessions and I'll start with number three, which I could kickstart with this question. Are we still ambitious enough? Indeed, I was surprised yesterday to hear this from the European Union. The European Union wants to promote a vision that in 2050 global society will be water resilient. Offering water security for all. It goes fast, so let me isolate it. She says... In 2050. And still, SDG 6 shall be achieved by 2030, not 2050. And along the same lines, today
1: Malaysia said that... By the end of 2035, we aim to reach 98% coverage of clean water for rural areas and 90% for sewerage coverage. Which
0: is probably a great improvement, but still, SDG 6 is about reaching 100%, not 98% or 90%. Sure that might be realistic, because let's face it, Denmark
1: is right. We have less than seven years to deliver on that promise on SDG 6. Meanwhile in many regions, the task has only grown bigger.
0: But still, I would have loved to hear more countries reacting like Australia.
2: I encourage all member states to remain ambitious in delivering on our commitments to achieve SDG 6.
0: Number two, we heard much more of the private sector today than we did yesterday. And here are some examples. We will also encourage and collaborate with the private sector in the delivery of WASH services.
2: Engagements with the private sector, academia, multilateral development banks, and other stakeholders in climate action are being strengthened.
1: This innovative public-private fund will go towards WASH services reaching millions of people
2: by 2024, a focus has been made on sanitation, which with our technical and financial partners, we hope will boost the coverage rate to
0: more than 75%. Now, of course, this is following the nut from Antonio Guterres from yesterday, but in order for public body to work smoothly with the private sectors, they need to put the right policies in place.
1: We need to, all of us, pull resources together to be able to achieve 2030 goal. Our regulatory framework is ready to support private public partnership. We have the highest support of the executive. We identify the critical need to put in place the appropriate water resources legislation which provides for effective water sector governance. Catchment management, a regulatory framework for private sector participation.
0: And as I just mentioned, that's how. It means exploring new public-private partnerships across our work. And number one enhances a topic that we already discussed yesterday with new elements added to the item of the Water Special Envoy. I won't put you every mention of the Special Envoy because it was really in every second speech, but here are some examples.
1: Yes, we need a UN Special Envoy of Water Management.
2: The view of the DRC on our request to have a special envoy for the United Nations for water specifically.
1: We live in a global water crisis and we need a global effort. That calls for a new Special UN Envoy for Water.
2: We attach importance to the Uh, initiative of appointing a Special Envoy for Water at the United Nations. I reiterate Australia's call for the appointment of a UN Special Envoy for Water to lead the work of the UN in support of SDG 6. The first step is to nominate a special envoy of the Secretary General with a strong, adapted and inclusive mandate.
1: Nigeria therefore fully
2: supports the call for
1: an appointment of a UN special envoy on water.
0: What's new is that today we also got the definition of what he shall do.
2: Given the immense importance of water and SDG 6 for the world and African countries, we also ask that that special envoy be based in New York and have very close ties with the African Union and the UN and other world organizations to protect water. We believe that it would be appropriate for the said envoy to
0: have duties that focus on raising awareness regarding the SDG
2: number 6 and also investments regarding water.
0: And also some clear hints at where it shall come from and who it shall be.
2: We expect that post to be occupied, a high-level, high-ranking official from the African continent who is able to speak for all the most vulnerable countries to ensure water getting the attention it needs in terms of policy on an ongoing basis. We also think that the Special Envoy should have an impartial approach that considers the perspective of all countries and more importantly
0: should refrain from being involved in transboundary waters issue and should refrain from playing the role of the mediator.
1: I'm preferably a high level personality from Africa, being the continent that continues to face the most critical challenges of access to portable water, climate change, and transboundary water resources management.
0: Now finding someone that ticks all the boxes might be a stretch, shall I send my resume? Again, with eight new hours of content, there's quite a lot of stuff to pack into this short recap, so here are some of the other sentences to be remembered from today's sessions.
1: Like other natural resources, water from the developing countries has benefited the global economic growth and was unfairly exploited.
0: If we solve energy, then with energy, we solve water. And with water, we solve food. I can do things you cannot. You can do things I cannot. Together,
1: we can do great things.
2: To support the people of this region, we have invested not only in experts from the various relevant fields, but also in the creative powers of artists and designers.
1: None of this is particularly easy but equally it is unavoidable. And we need leaders everywhere to step up and lead across governments, businesses, the whole of society.
2: Pope Francis, who has been Pope for 10 years now, says that we, a global community, is Sailing in the same boat. Nobody can be saved alone. We can only be saved together.
0: And finally, like yesterday, I have a flop three of these awkward or strange moments, which starts with number three. Are we sure that those guys are not just a bunch of kids? Indeed, those sessions are under the lead of a series of vice presidents and regularly they have to repeat that.
1: I used to remind speakers of the time limit of five minutes. I repeat five minutes for all statements. I wish to remind speakers of the time limit of five minutes for all statements.
2: I wish to remind speakers of the time limit of five minutes for all statements. And actually, if they repeat that, it is because nobody
0: follows the simple rule I made the calculation the average speech lasts 8 minutes. Maybe that explains as well why they are so comfortable with switching from 2030 to 2050. After all, that's just a little late. Number two is much more serious. From a geopolitical standpoint, today was much awaited because we expected Ukraine on stage. And hence... Every day, Russian missiles destroy Ukraine's water infrastructure, water supply facilities, drainage, Heat supply and waste management system. Ukrainians in dozens of cities, towns and villages live without access to drinking water and sanitation, and other
1: countries like Slovakia double down. There is the Russian aggression on the territory of Ukraine, apart from, from the human losses which are incalculable in monetary terms, the environmental damage that Russia has caused and continues to cause on the territory of another sovereign state. Based on conservative estimates, these are at a level of hundreds of billions of euros. These amounts, however, do not take into account the damage to the health of the people who are forced to use contaminated water for drinking and cooking, because simply they have no other water available because of the war.
0: As of now, 5 million Ukrainians don't have access to safe drinking water and because of Russia actions, 70% of our country's population might be deprived of water. So when Russia came to stage later on, they answered.
2: We regret attempts to politicize the water issue, thereby concealing and overshadowing the interests of... People and uh, destruction of infrastructure and water resources. We have been encountering this in 2014 on the Crimean Peninsula. We have observed an insufficient state of water provisions, which has resulted in 60% loss in drinking water, as well as contamination of fresh water in the Black Sea basin due to the uh, absence of cleaning sanitation facilities
0: but the ukraine russia situation wasn't the only one to be tense today because if you remember we heard azerbaijan yesterday azerbaijan azerbaijan, azerbaijan continues azerbaijan for azerbaijan 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 azerbaijan, 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 azerbaijan. azerbaijan, azerbaijan. azerbaijan has <laughs> and something i didn't show you yesterday is that azerbaijan also said that harnessing the potential of sdgs is in restoring the liberated territories is currently one of the priority directions for the government of Azerbaijan. In this context, we are actively working with UN organizations to address environmental risks including those related to water resources in order to ensure the safe return of IDPs to their home. And today, Armenia came with an answer.
2: At the event yesterday, the minister of Azerbaijan tried to present the blockade of a population of 120,000 people in Nagorno-Karabakh as an environmental protest. The order of the International Court of Justice issued on 22 February obliges Azerbaijan to take all measures at its disposal to ensure... Unimpeded movement of persons, vehicles, and cargo along the latching corridor in both directions.
0: In summary of that section, it is clear that you cannot decouple water from geopolitics. But I'll take the same position than yesterday, which is to say that I'm a water guy and I look after water topics. And finally, number one, there's a moment today where I started wondering why I committed to cover these three days of the conference. Because once you've seen one of those pitches, they somewhat are all the same. Let me give you an example of what I mean. Let's build a Frankenstein from scratch. And let's start by thanking two countries. Firstly, let me express our gratitude to the host countries, the, the Republic, Republic of, of Tajikistan and the Kingdom, Kingdom of, the Netherlands. of the Netherlands. Once you've done that, remind everyone that it's
1: an historic event,
2: given the transformational spirit of this conference.
1: For this historic event, the largest conference on water organized by the United Nations in almost 50 years. 50? No, that's not specific enough. It has been 46, 46 years. years since the first UN conference on water was held in 1977.
0: Unless you have your own version of maths. We have waited for 26 years. Whoops! Then you add some facts and figures.
2: Water is life.
1: Yet less than 3% of the world's water is fresh and less than 1% is readily available. The human right to water is essential for eradicating poverty building prosperous societies and ensuring that no one is left behind. Water is central to addressing this issue. Water is universal for sustainable development. But there's a problem. The change in
0: rainfall levels and patterns have resulted in longer dry periods, increased drought conditions, resulting
1: in lower water availability. Not only drought, but also floods as well. Climate change is altering the water cycle, resulting in... Flooding, droughts, and wildfires. Which you can solve with partnerships or cooperation. We need a better cooperation Cooperation between different UN agencies, regional bodies.
2: And cross-sectoral cooperation and Partnerships. partnerships.
0: Then you say something specific about your country. I won't give you examples of that. I'll let you imagine. And once you've done that, you call for
1: action.
2: We're working with countries to scale up global action. To reiterate our commitment to the water action the program of action for universal drinking water and sanitation action
1: thus let our water actions be
0: persistent in closing of the action segment you call for a special envoy and finally you conclude with an inspiring quote I'd like to finish with a quote from the former UN Secretary
1: General Dag Hammarskjöld life only demands from you the strength of that you possess
2: a sea of change is on the horizon and we hope you will embrace it
1: to quote Nelson Mandela vision with action can change the world. Now let's be clear, too many countries
0: have done that so I can make jokes about it, yet there are also very good contributions to one you've seen yesterday and today, and I hope that tomorrow for the closing, we will have our bang for the buck. That's it for today, it's 2.30 in the morning as I record this, so I hope you liked this new recap, if that's the case, please subscribe to this channel. If you're already subscribed, consider smashing the like button just below me. If you're watching that in the future, day 3 shall be just here, and I'll see you next time.